Hi there. Welcome to the Health Analytic Insights Podcast. This podcast is all about creating a community of like-minded individuals who are passionate about the field of health informatics. I hope to share information and advice in topics such as health analytics, digital health, biomedical engineering, and data visualization in healthcare. And in exchange, I would love to hear from you, dear listener, about your experience and interest in this field. You can drop me a line at healthanalyticinsights at gmail.com. And this email, along with any references discussed during this podcast, will be listed in the show notes below. If this resonates with you, don't forget to follow and subscribe to this podcast, as I'll be releasing new episodes bi-weekly. Welcome to the final episode of the Healthcare Analytics series. In previous episodes, I've talked about readmission rates, wait times, patient satisfaction scores, and average hospital length of stay. The purpose of this health analytic metric deep dive is that at the end of this series, I'll be creating a hospital key performance indicator dashboard in Power BI, which will include all the metrics which I've mentioned during the series. I've heard from many of you that you're looking to create a project that you can link to in your resume when job searching. And understanding the metrics that will be on this dashboard is the first step. So this episode will have a video component. If you're on Spotify, you can watch the video right within the app. And if not, you can go to the show notes of the episode to click on the YouTube video to follow along and create your own dashboard with the knowledge you now have of these metrics you've discussed in previous episodes. So on this episode of the podcast, I'll be going over some considerations when you're creating a clinical dashboard. So number one, lack of communication and understanding your target audience is a big reason why tech projects can fail. If you want people to integrate these tools into their job, it's not enough to design a superior tool. You also need to have conversations at the beginning, during, and after the project with end users to ensure we have uncovered all potential pitfalls. So here are some questions that you could ask end users when designing a data product. How will this report or dashboard help you to do your job more effectively? What are the top three benefits you want to see as a result of this report or dashboard being implemented? How involved do you want to be on a daily basis when it comes to interacting with the report or dashboard? What processes do you already have in place to record your key performance indicators? What are the biggest pain points you have currently when collecting these key performance indicators? By asking these questions, this can give you an understanding. End users will be using the tool on a day-to-day basis. And what are their current work processes? And how can this tool be integrated into their jobs and provide them value? So this process might require multiple interviews and meetings initially but will save you time in the long run. I myself have built several dashboards or reports, which have ended up rarely used despite hours of work because I didn't clearly identify the needs of my audience. In addition, understanding why they need this tool built can help you to whittle down the scope of what you need to build. Depending on their answers, they might need a quick superficial overview of metrics That can be designed as a one-page report, or they might need a more involved tool, such as a dashboard with multiple metrics. 
When it comes to the process of gathering requirements during meetings with clinicians and other users who will be using the dashboard, you can outline your requirements using the SMART goal planning method. SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. So a quick example, if we're creating a clinical dashboard, specific might be users want to see how long patients on average have to wait to be assessed by a doctor in the emergency department. The measurable part might be this will be measured in hours. The achievable part might be what data sources do we have to display this metric? Will this information come from the electronic health record? Or are there any other external data sources we might have to consider? Relevant might be how will this specific clinical key performance indicator, for example, the average patient wait time, be relevant to the clinical workflow? How will clinical practice change once this metric is tracked? And the last part of the goal planning method, time bound, when will this report or dashboard need to be deployed? Are we aiming for the end of fiscal year or next month? So during these meetings with clinical stakeholders, don't be afraid to break out Excel or Microsoft Visio or other wireframe programs to visualize a rough outline of the report or dashboard because a visual aid can be really effective in getting your point across. It can also help everyone get on the same page when it comes to branding, style guides, logos, and other visuals that might be important to your organization. Finally, once you've built the dashboard, it's important to understand how the dashboard will be maintained. This involves keeping a regular eye on the dashboard, especially if the data source is made up of data that is manually entered. Identifying nulls, incorrectly formatted data or blanks which show up on the dashboard might result in the need for conversations with those doing data entry. Another question to understand is, how often will the data need to be refreshed? Can this process be automated or will the user have the ability to manually refresh the data for the most up-to-date information? Or will there be an automatic refresh every morning and will this be communicated to the end user? Having set roles for who will be maintaining the dashboard will help to reduce any frantic emails about the dashboard not showing the proper information. And this might help to improve trust in the tool. So these are just a few considerations when it comes to creating a dashboard. I haven't gone through some common data cleansing steps, which might be where the majority of the analyst's time goes. More info on this will be in the YouTube link I've provided in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening. I hope this series was of value to you and has helped you to create your own dashboard in Power BI, which you can link to in your resume and improve your chances of getting your next job in the health informatics field. Thank you for listening to the Health Analytic Insights Podcast. I'd love to hear from you about topics I should cover in future episodes. Please consider subscribing and leaving a review. Have a wonderful day.